Welcome to Crosscut, a movie review slash trivia challenge show. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your other co-host, Chris. So, today we are taking a look at Transformers Rise of the Beasts, an action-adventure sci-fi about a new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, who join the Autobots as allies in the battle for Earth. Always a battle for Earth. Before we begin, we want to issue a spoiler warning, because this episode will contain potential spoilers, especially that ending. So if you have not seen Transformers Rise of the Beasts, we highly recommend pausing this episode, getting yourself a big old popcorn and a tasty beverage. For everyone else, let's begin. Yeah. So it was this week for me, and I picked Transformers Rise of the Beasts, because why not? You know, it's been a while since we've seen a Transformers movie in theaters, and... Well, the last one I saw was with you, Bumblebee. Right, Bumblebee, yeah. that's right. I was, yep. I, was in, yep. I was visiting you, so yeah, we went and saw Bumblebee, which was good. I <laughs> like Bumblebee. I really did, too, and I like how they made a little nod in the movie towards the Bumblebee yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I really liked it because it was... It's all that action, of course. You can never get enough of it. And I like that also because it's, a, in a way, a fresh start, you know? It, I know it's more like a, a reboot almost because they want to redo everything. Like, Shia LaBeouf, like, didn't exist anymore. <laughs> you know? Well, and if, I I know say also, something, if I can say something what? real quick, I didn't think this was going to be a... a set in the like in the past i thought this was going to be present day i never got the indication in the trailer that it was set in the 90s which i didn't mind right. i thought that was cool so i always i thought this was almost like a spiritual sequel to bumblebee in a way right i i didn't expect it to be in the 90s either i thought it was going to be like just way later like after the last movie mm-hmm. you know but right. I, I i did enjoy it because it's almost like it's a standalone thing you know and I, my favorite character is still gonna be bumblebee but mirage is a close second there mirage was a lot of fun he mirage (laughs) was 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 fun that's that's what i think makes these transformers movies uh, entertaining is the Mm -hmm. comedic humor to these transformers characters and i didn't even realize it was pete davidson until the end uh so i kept trying to figure it out i was like man who's the voice of of mirage at the end except for it makes sense It makes sense if it was Pete Davidson because it was set in, like, New York City, and, you know, he's a New mm-hmm. York City guy, so... And he's, he was funny. Mirage was a good character. I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing more of him down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, he does come back at the end. He does come know? back. Like, and, I mean, they're definitely like set in... like spoiler warning. He dies. <laughs> he technically dies. Right. But, you know, I Noah mean, gets so does Bumblebee and... And you know Bumblebee's not going to be dead forever, right. so he can die. I mean, that's kind of one of those I things mean, where you're watching it and you're like, "All right, it's it's sad that he died, but you're like, he's obviously going to come back, right?" <laughs> because I mean, it, it he has to to go for the first movie, you know. Yeah, and but, I will say my favorite scene in the movie was Bumblebee's comeback. Yeah, he back and he that jumps was into a the fight. Good entrance. That was that fun. was that was cool. Entrance. That that was cool. So I, I like that, and. I, I even like the Maximus uh, uh, Transformers too because they felt like they were the old, uh, majestic, powerful uh, Transformers, you know? Mm. And Optimus Primal was... I really liked his character, but also um, 
the eagle one. I can't I can't remember her name. But, uh, I liked her leadership skills and everything like that. She was very like calming, very like uh she she can be the medium for for the Autobots and the Maximums, you know. Her name was Arazor, which Arazor, was okay. voiced by uh, Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh, who's just like in everything nowadays. Okay, okay, popping up everywhere. Okay. Now, now I hear her voice connecting to the face. Yes, now I hear that. Well, that was that way for me with a bunch of the, like I didn't know Ron Perlman was Optimus Primal, but now that now I'm like, okay, now I hear that. Right. So Peter Dinklage every time and Scourge. There, there's, every time there's voices, I can never picture the actor I, at all i can't i can't recognize the voice at all the only one i recognized was optimus prime that was it right you know uh i do like the the chemistry between noah and, and mirage that, that was awesome especially when uh he, he's running from the police and he he, he does his, oh, uh, he does the multiple uh, the multiple mirages right but he's like yeah what's up uh, flips <laughs> him off yeah that was funny i was laughing at that scene that was funny. that was good and, and I like Elena too, like her little quirkiness, little geekiness of like, oh no, I'm gonna get fired, I'm gonna get fired, I'm gonna get fired. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I like That's Anthony Ramos. I, he's a good actor. I definitely want to see him in more stuff. I mean, I see, I saw him in The Heights. I know he was in Hamilton. So he he mm-hmm. he definitely uh, uh, just moving up know, was 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 a good lead. Uh, you know, as far as the story goes. This kind of is a bit of a generic story to me. I, I don't really think yes. this is... Even for Transformers, this is, like, real generic. The whole point of the movie is, like, they got to find these keys, and I'm like, all right, it's... You know, that, that you know seems more funny? like Saturday cartoon kind of story than, like, a feature right. film, but it I was like, like, whatever. The, it felt like one of the episodes of Transformers from the cartoon. Like, there's something mm-hmm. new, you know? But I also noticed that in all the different movies... There's always an object that they need to find. First is the AllSpark, next is the Matrix. Now it's the the time warp key thing. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's always something. You know, yeah. and of course it always gets destroyed. Right, right. You know? It's always about saving Earth, but yeah. Uh, yep, how many times can you save saving Earth? Earth or something yeah. to do with Cybertron? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Heard, Although I guess it makes sense because I guess in Bumblebee they that's when they came down and then they were still stuck here ever since. So, right in the 80s yeah yeah uh sense, and then yeah. but even as far as the story goes like even the stuff with the brother i'm just like all right that's you know it's his motivation but it's really not strongest right but you i, know, I could... thought it was gonna be a little bit more like even if they had the little brother in some of the action scenes or something like so they destroyed their home or something like that well during like, that scene when he wants to go with him. I mean, it makes sense, obviously, like the kid can't mm-hmm. go with you, but maybe right. they could have found a reason. Like, I don't know, maybe the mom somehow gets killed accidentally. He's like, I need the brother has to come with me. I can't leave him alone. Right. You know, just just more right. stakes, just more emotional stuff. You know, they, they could have went there, but it didn't really. It was just a little flat with as far as the story goes. But I get again, it's Transformers. Yeah. So, you know, what do you, it, it, you go there expecting? for the action and the characters? Mostly, and as far yeah. as the action goes, I've never been a huge. I mean, obviously they're huge action movies, but I've always seen Transformers movies as a huge CGI glob of just mess. As far as action, now the first Transformers I still really like. I think that's still the best movie. Well, still that one still has a lot of practical effects, right? And yeah. you know, it is Michael Bay, so there'll be you know explosions. But ever, I mean, 
I just feel like they started to get more sillier and sillier. Now I never saw four and five. I never saw the Marky Mark ones, uh, which uh, also he had a great he had a great little nod in this movie, a uh, little little metal. Oh yeah. But, yeah um, did you think Marky Mark's go- uh, is is leaving? I thought I think he's going for acting now. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I always see these movies as a bit of a CGI mess as far as the action. However, I did like the the fight scenes in this movie, so I will say that. Fight scenes, actually, I feel like they were good, but I, the other movies had a little bit more. Again, maybe yeah. those early Michael Bay movies were still better, but again, I just think it's all... I mean, when it comes to just CGI fighting monsters, I'm just not a huge fan. Just because I get... It just, I'm not into it. It's mm. just not real. But okay. if it's fun, and Transformers movies can get that way, like, I thought, you know, there are scenes in this movie that are just fun, like when Bumblebee jumps in and he starts fighting, like, okay, cool, you know, I yes. get into it that way, but for the most part, I'm just watching, like, I don't know, video games, characters yeah. fight. Well, another, the the big fight at the end in Peru, mm-hmm. uh, when the Maximusons actually transform, like, ah, okay, now they look cool because you know they're still in their animal form kind of thing yeah and i thought they were going to stay that way forever for the entire okay. movie so yeah. when they actually transformed it was like okay that actually looks cool you know they still have the, the little animalistic features but they're still like their transformer version and right. i didn't expect it you know yeah and i, I really liked it you know I, I like i said i love the actions of the transformer movies i do and- that the first ones have more action and probably more story to it but I don't know, overall I really enjoyed it just and very entertaining and I, I laughed at all the jokes <laughs> and we got to see a human transformer in a sense uh, Noah gets to get put in the suit and gets to join I, the battle which I don't right. again I've never seen 4 and 5 but I feel like that's the first time we got to see something like that yeah yeah his little mecha suit yeah. yeah, and that would have been a cool little moment if the brother did come, that he could have, you know, joined the fight. Mm-hmm. He could have had, like, his own little mecha suit. <laughs> right, and they could have, like, fought together. That would have been, like, a fun little moment between the brothers. Right, but, right. again, I get it. The, he can't go, but, again, if they changed it to where he had no option but to bring him with him, then that would have been a little different. Right. It would have been interesting, though, because it would be, like, the little brother could actually save him, in a way. Yeah, right, because it's all right. about older brother trying to save younger brother now they could have flipped it but you know just there's right. little missed opportunities like that but ultimately i still i still enjoyed it for yeah a transformers what movie, it is which yeah i would probably rank this maybe in the mid mid of the you know what is it now the sixth movie of of transformers i think so, there was yeah. the, the original three michael bay then the two marky right. marks no seven actually wow seven because bumblebee would have been bumblebee. six so i would have put i'd put this around like three or four out of the seven well, that's hard for me to rank them since I haven't seen two of them, but I'm pretty sure the two that I haven't seen are like bottom of the barrel. Uh, I saw the first one with Mark Wahlberg and I remember was... you I remember you going to see that because I was with you at the time and you asked me and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I saw that runtime and I'm like, no. Also, this movie runtime is a little over two hours. Perfect. That's the perfect length for a Transformers movie. That's a good length. We don't need a, uh, we don't need a three hour Transformers movie. No, that, that's a little bit too much. Yeah. Like I saw the first Mark Wahlberg, and, and it was, it was entertaining. I didn't expect much about it, and that's pretty much what happened. I didn't see a second one, but 
it, like I said, they're all entertaining to me because of the action. Well, you know? yeah, that's why you go see them. <laughs> exactly. That, well, you go see them for the entertainment and the humor. It, it's always been, you know, the humor has always been a big thing with these movies. Like, you know, yeah. those first those first three movies, they're funny. Even if they start to get stupid, they, they still make you laugh in that kind of dumb yeah. sort of way. The first yeah. movie is a little bit more clever with it, like Anthony Anderson and the donuts and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> but he doesn't come back at all. So they start to get a little bit more goofier with like, you yeah, know, the second one with like the dad takes like the drugs and he's like tripping a collar or whatever. So they, so the humor starts to get kind of sillier. Yeah. Uh, oh, but what do yeah. you think about that end credit? When they... Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. So that scene happens. And so he's sitting in the boardroom and I'm like, all right, this he's getting he's going for another job. This could be just a nice little moment mm-hmm. where he finally gets a job. But I'm like, no, there's something more to this. And then right. and then it, it turns around the character and it's Michael Kelly. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the actor, but I've seen him. Yeah, in a I've seen him things. several different things. And I'm like, but... oh, this is de- he's definitely going to be something. And I'm thinking, you know, about what him, I actually like, thought, uh, you know, what I actually thought was going to be when he started talking like, yeah, you're in Peru, right? I was like, wait, what? But then I thought, oh, wait a minute. Is this first in my head? I was thinking, is this Sector Seven? Mm. Well, you were thinking like a, you were thinking a specific Transformers thing, right? That's what you were thinking. Right. And I that was right. I, I was in the same boat. I'm like, all right, what Transformers thing are they going to introduce that's going to set this thing up? And then he gives them, and then he looks at the card because I'm like, he's got to look at that card. I'm like, that there's got to be something there. And then it's fucking GI right. Joe. And I'm like, what? GI Joe. I did not expect GI Joe at all. I'm just like, okay, was... Sector Seven. Sector Seven. Even uh-huh. when he goes through the door, it looks like Sector Seven. Right, no, right. GI Joe, I'm like, huh? And I got, I was well, like, I was, all right, crossovers in the comics. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's go, GI Joe. I was also thinking about, I was talking to some of my buddies after. I'm like, this would be a great way to reboot the GI Joe franchise because I think that's they, exactly what they're gonna do. Well, they did Snake Eyes a couple years ago, and that kind of bombed. So sure. I don't think they're gonna pick up with that. And then, of course, there's the original two with like Channing Tatum, right. which also didn't get the greatest, you know, reputation. No. So I don't think they'll pick up from there. So I think this is sort of them gonna do a soft reboot. And how cool would it to just introduce it right into the Transformers franchise? I think that would be a good one. You know, rebooting GI Joe and with this kind of Transformers reboot, also it would be a good. Clash, not clash, but it would be a good uh, crossover. See Cobra do. Commander and uh, uh, yeah. Megatron, uh, you know, working together with uh, Snake Whoa. Eyes and Optimus Prime fighting what with uh, with each other. We're not with each, but like fighting, you know, right, on right, the same right. side. So, so that'd, that'd be kind of cool. cool. Yeah, you know. So if they actually stick stick GI Joe with like the more of the comics or the cartoon, that would look awesome. Yeah, so let's see where we really go with that. But yeah, that was definitely a fun little little moment at the end of the movie. Yeah. Shall we take a look at IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes? All right. I predict for the IMDb, I want to say 6.4. Oh, pretty close, 6.6 at the moment. Okay, all right, all right. 6.6, 6.6 42 score, which isn't great. It's kind of on pace with the original like sequels. Uh, a little bit better, better than the Marky Mark ones, but pretty much the same as the uh, Michael Bay sequels. And then Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. not much better. It's got a, at the moment, it has a fifty-three percent tomato meter, and then a ninety percent audience right. score. So I think audience members are having more fun with it, and the critics are just kind of yeah. like, yeah, it's Transformers. It's not pretty much. It's yeah, not the fans art, it's went to see the action. That's why you get that audience score. Right, yeah. right. So. 
it is what it is. Pop quiz hot shot, two guys watch a movie. Who remembers the most about it? Well, let's find out. This is how it works. Chris and I will go back and forth asking the multiple choice questions that we each came up with. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. Hopefully me. We'll see. For our audience members, feel free to play along. Who knows? You might do better than us. Comment and let us know how you did, or you can email us at crosscutpodcast at gmail.com. Now that we've established the rules, let's play. And since yeah. Chris technically picked this week's movie, he'll ask the first question. All right. First question will start off easy. What was known Chris's nicknames? Was it A, Drybones and Bowser? B, Link and Zelda? C, Sonic and Tails? D, Mario and Luigi? C, Sonic and Tails. Correct. I actually didn't know the Tails one. I just knew, I just knew Sonic, but I was like, well... He even calls his brother Tails on the uh, walkie. No. I heard Sonic, but sure. All right. First question for Chris. Are you ready? Yes. So, the movie is set in 1994, correct? Right. What month does it take place in? Is it A, May, B, June, C, July, or D, August? July? Incorrect. The answer uh, is answer. B, June. There's a couple of giveaways. The first one is when Noah's in the kitchen, you see a calendar in the background that says June 1994. Wow. Also, at one point, you see the uh, OJ uh, on TV, which just happened uh, with the White Bronco, which also was June of 1994. Wow. You I'm would... going a little. I'm going a little trickier to, to this week, Chris. I'm yeah, not giving you really any easy did. ones right off the bat. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so it was June of 1994. All right, all right. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Five minutes. All right. What was the name of the fake front at Noah's interview? Was it A, Site Constructions, B, Sizzler Imports, C, Sector 7, D, Sinorama Security? Is B, Sizzler. Yes, correct. Okay. Correct. I remember seeing that, and then for some reason I kept thinking, I thought the name was Spiza, because I was thinking like pizza. But right. yeah, sleeps like S L I Z Z A or something like that, right? Uh, Sizzla, like S I Z Z L A. Okay, yeah, I remember it was something like that. Okay. okay. Question two: What type of candy was Reek eating throughout the movie? Was it A. Skittles, B. Red Vines, C. Twizzlers, or D. Sour Punch Twists? It was Twizzlers. Twizzlers is correct. correct. Damn it! That was my question too. <laughs> That's kind of an easier one, though. Yeah. All yeah. right. After two rounds, Josh is currently winning three to two. For now. For now. All right. Where was the eagle statue supposedly found by? Was it A, Egyptians, B, Pakistani, C, British, D, Nubians? I don't know. So I'm going to guess on this one. I'll say A, Egyptians. Wrong. It was Nubian. Uh, that's the wrong answer. Alright. Good question. Okay. Round three question for Chris. Okay. What neighborhood of Brooklyn does Noah say he is from? Was it A. Bushwick B. Coney Island C. Flatbush or D. Bed-Stuy 
Bushwick. Bushwick is correct. Correct, Mundo. Brooklyn. You guessed. Oh, the flat push threw me off. <laughs> yeah, this is more of an easy one. How was Scourge able to talk with Unicron? Was it A, by dark energy, B, by his spark, C, by hologram, or D, the deep space communication? Is it dark energy? It is. Yeah, okay. Correct the you guessed. I was leaning that way, but I was like, wait, because I remember he kind of like does a hologram sort of thing at some point where he's like, he's not actually there. So he could right. kind of been a hologram. All right, question number four for Chris. What island was the museum located on? Was it A, Ellis Island, B, Roosevelt Island, C, Staten Island, or D, Governor's Island? Staten Island. Incorrect. I'm sorry. Correct oh, answer sorry. was Ellis Island. Ah, uh, get them confused. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're coming into the final round. And I'm currently winning six to five, which means if I get this right, I win. Okay, 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 okay. I gotta get really hard on you. All right. So do your do your dirtiest. Ooh, I could. All right. What was the number on the cable box he gives to his friend? Was it A three sixty, B four fifty, C seven hundred, D five thousand? I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say 450. I'm nope. sorry. It was 700. That's the wrong answer. All right. All right. Uh, so that means if Chris gets this right, he whoop. wins. Whoop. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Which of these artists does not have a song featured in the movie? Was it A. Notorious B.I.G. B. Wu Tang Clan. C. LL Cool J. Or D. Tupac. LL Cool J? Wrong. LL Cool J is Bumblebee's entrance song into the fight. Don't call uh, it a comeback. Ooh. Uh, that. Josh wins. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's okay. tricky because you do see Tupac in the movie, but he doesn't have a song. You see him on the TV when he's fixing it in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was a tricky TV. one. Yeah, it was. I got to give credit to my one buddy who said, oh, do this question. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So I was going to say, oh, I'll save that for the end if I really need it. And I did. <sighs> so All right. that means All right. Josh wins this week's game of Pop Quiz Hotshot, our lowest scoring game, I think, ever, six to five. We had some good questions, some trickier ones. Congratulations. All right. Yay. I win again. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. If you want to support the show, you can do by hitting the like button for this episode, or you can subscribe to the channel, stay up to date for future episodes. Thank you, for, thank you everyone for watching and or listening. Cup print moving on. <laughs> Robots in disguise. <laughs>